hello everyone and welcome to the Remote Teacher Podcast where we discuss all things remote and we talk about life as a remote teacher. So I'm really excited to have Christine here today who I did a little bit of work with up in Broome learning from her how to use attachment theory and um, the theory brain theories to improve my teaching as a remote teacher. Welcome Christine. Hi thanks Heike. Lovely to be with you today. I'm super excited to podcast have you. ever, so I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You're, we've only got a few on the podcast, so I think we're both nervous. But I also think this is really valuable because I remember when I was first going remote, and, and you probably too, how I kind of, when I was first there, there weren't groups and there, there weren't really that many podcasts or information about remote teaching and who to connect with and the best PD. So I think it's kind of valuable for us to go beyond our comfort zones. Um, Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your background, Christine. How did you end up delivering Circle of Security and tuning into kids and and all the trauma work that you do? Okay. Um, Well, I came as an early childhood teacher to Fitzroy Crossing, to Baylor School, which um, was before the internet existed back in 1989. (laughs) So there was no podcast. There was no internet. Well, not that I know of. Um, and so I spent seven years in Fitzroy Crossing. Um, yeah, so I worked at Garelli, the adult education centre in Fitzroy Crossing. And so I worked with adults and got some amazing experience. First contact people and got to learn a lot. I'm not sure if I taught much, but I've got to learn a lot. And I also worked in a, developed a cross-cultural um, awareness program for the health system through Garelli. So had lots of learning I suppose and then eventually met my husband in Fitzroy Crossing and went back to Perth and we started having our children and came back to Broome and discovered that two of our children were autistic so that took me on a path of learning more about the the executive functioning of the brain and understanding more about the brain and things I could do to help and that then led me on to learning things like tuning into kids went to those programs as a parent and security and went oh my goodness this is really helpful stuff and that had to be a a trainer I suppose and then I was fortunate enough to get a job in an organization called Wadi which is the Jab Jab people in Broome or just north of Broome who um, asked me to see if we could come up with a program find a program that would bridge the gap with the oral language because kids were arriving at school not enough oral language and we couldn't catch them up so I spent six months investigating that space and we decided there was nothing we could really bring to the Kimberley. People really wanted something that they worked on. Yeah. So spent time developing that and we came up with a, a program called Building Baby's Brains, which was an early intervention, um, three or four sessions with adults, with young parents and grandparents and stuff and teaching people how to get their kids' brains really ready for school for to be mentally well as well as do really good oral language but also be thinking about the executive functioning stuff as well. And then, yeah, then I kind of semi-retired and just doing the circle of security and the kids and things like that now. Mm. But a wealth of knowledge because you've got that experience. Um, like you said, people didn't want um, out-of-the-box 
uh, yep. education and professional development, it had to be really culturally relevant and place relevant. And I think that's something that we have to remember in our teaching as well. We can't just use out of the box teaching. We have to link it to prior knowledge. So that the way you went about that sounds really interesting. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, getting old now, so I've been around for a while. But I'm, I've been out of the classroom for a long time, but I think I have some I, – I think my expertise is in translating the science into easy-to-understand mm. concepts that are really concrete for kids. And I think that's what I found when I was doing your Circle of Security program. So I was a, a teacher up in the Kimberleys, and at the time when I did it with you, I was in Broome working with disengaged girls in Year 7. And I'd been in the remote system for a little while, so I thought I kind of – had a, a good handle on it all and a good understanding of trauma and a, a decent understanding of how things work. But the way that you explained it in this really like hands-on um, interactive that was place relevant, that was culturally relevant, was very interesting just so I could take snippets for my personal parenting, but also for my teaching as well. So I can understand what you were saying just then about how you, you make it um, hands-on and relevant now. So can you tell us a little bit about that then? Tell us about the circle security and the tuning into kids that you offer. Mm. And I know before we okay. recorded, we spoke a little bit about um, programs that teachers can use and how they can reach out to you. So first of all, tell us about circle of sure. security. Okay, so circle of security, I'm not sure how many years ago it was developed, but quite some time ago, it was an international program developed in America by three psychologists. Mm -hmm. And it's about they found when they could teach, if they could break a cycle of um, attachment, most of the people who were living in poverty in America were insecurely attached. When you live in poverty and you're in a high trauma situation, it's very hard to securely attach to your child. Not impossible, but it is very difficult. And so they could teach parents strategies and understandings of how children attach. And it was just the, the science from about 50 years ago, they started studying attachment science with um, oh, Bowlby was, I think, the one of the early guys. I talking who, about the monkeys yeah. in the program. Yeah, yeah. And um, this John Bowlby, he was the guy who changed the health system as well because he recorded a video of a little girl in hospital in England and she deteriorated over the three or four weeks while she was in hospital because her parents weren't allowed to visit and you could see what was happening to her mental health and that was where they allowed parents to then start coming into hospital to speak with their children otherwise we could be still in that situation today and he yeah. also studied um I don't I think it was called 40 thieves or something in, in the UK in the UK and found that there was a, a real link with the kids being juvenile um, delinquents if they didn't have a good connection with their mother. Mm. So these guys, these psychologists developed this international program now all around the world. We'll be up to look up Circle of Security International. They will tell you where there are people delivering the program. Mm. And they also have developed a Circle of Security for teachers specifically, for classrooms, mm. focusing more on the early childhood side of things. But they are eight-week programs and you aren't allowed to modify the eight weeks and still say that you've got a certificate. They're very strict. Mm -hmm. And I understand, like, I've studied habit change recently and habits take a long time to change. Mm -hmm. So it's about repetition and coming back and you go back and practice what you've learned. And I think... Yes. Um, 
the circle of security program was really interesting because even if you don't have children um, and perhaps the yeah. teacher one um, you know delves into it more from a teacher perspective but I found that the circle of security program was interesting because it allowed me to understand where some of our remote students are coming from so obviously we're not brushing every first nations person with the same brush yes. and there are um, communities with big strengths but there are also some places and some families with vulnerabilities so um, it helped me understand where some of the children that I'd taught had come from and and um, put their needs and their um, behaviours in a different light. It was quite interesting. Yes. So given lots of our, our young guys are living in poverty and the extreme situations, mm. parents are really struggling to just find food or to find uh, um ways to keep their family functioning mm. so the yeah the attachment is something that um can be a real issue that a lot of kids have never experienced a secure attachment and attaching with a teacher may be the first time that a child ever experiences a secure attachment where they can trust the adult and, mm. and the adult can allow them to have um all of their emotions not necessarily all emotions are okay, but not all behaviours are okay. Mm -hmm. And every child will form an attachment with you as a teacher. So, and with every teacher, it will be different. So if you're secure in yourself, you will possibly be able to um, develop a secure attachment with the child. Mm. And I found but that the, the more teacher. explanations of it in Circle of Security, the way you describe the different types of attachment, um, helps teachers mm -hmm. perhaps think about what one they're providing for students as well. Yes, and there's lots of information out there on the, in the World Wide Web um, about secure attachment and understanding the, the better we understand our history and, mm -hmm. and how we were parented and without blame. So we 75% of our parenting is just repeated because mm -hmm. we haven't reflected on it. So... Circle of Security really is about reflecting on your childhood in not too triggering a way, I think. Well, it could be for some people. <laughs> and I like that, though, because it makes us also think we're not judging the First Nations families that we're working with either. We're accepting people where they're at right. and then we're working on from there. Yep. So that's a kind of powerful thing, as well as reflecting on the um, habits that we form as teachers based on how we were educated, but also then how we were parented as well. It gets quite in-depth, doesn't it, Chris? It does. It does. And it's quite The brain science is moving away from behaviour modification and towards connection, and that's what circle security is about. It's about that connection and connection to power in modifying behaviour. Mm. So I guess that it's like a superpower. When you've got a secure attachment, the child wants to be good for you. And you'll see that naturally with teachers who just, you'll see them in your school who just have that wonderful connection with kids and kids will do anything for them. Mm. I've seen it with and, my own children. But yeah. And I think the it, it touched on it a little bit in, in Circle of Security, but I think I'd be interested to do the course for teachers and to find out if it talks anything about um, the boundaries and way to create safe professional relationships because I think mm. sometimes people delve into like oh okay relationships count connections counts attachment counts right 
now let's like be friendly and you know soft or whatever but the circle yep. of security talked about a little bit about that balance as well didn't it and what strong parents are there was the three things which I've forgotten but um the things that make sure that the the parents kind of the one in control and safe and consistent that's right mm. yeah so it's about and the child needs to feel seen and and feel heard but you do need to have the boundaries if you if you are a weak kind of parent or a weak teacher who will that connection is all about letting children have everything they want then that will cause trouble and it's actually quite um distressing for a child to have no boundaries most teachers would know the boundaries bring relief and because our brains are prediction machines the more routine we have and the more, the more we're able to predict what's going to happen in the classroom the more children's brains can settle and get on with learning mm-hmm. so that's what secure attachment can bring that I know what the boundaries are in this classroom. I know what the rules are. I know the routine. This is, yeah. and things are repeated. Kids can calm. So, yeah. Mm. And I know that if I have about, an off day, yeah. how my, my parent or my teacher will respond with that consistency. That's right. And that I'm safe to bring all my emotions to school, but there are rules around my behaviour. Emotions yeah. are all okay, but not all behaviours are okay. So we do have to have those boundaries. Mm. Um, so you share a lot of stuff on a Facebook group. Can you remind me what the yes. Facebook group is? A Facebook group called Connection Seekers, which is all about the attachment science and the emotion coaching science. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, And the reason we've chosen Connection Seekers is because one of the philosophies of the circle of security is no child's looking for attention, they're looking for a connection. So... Get quite a few awesome. requests of people looking for partners on my connection seekers, but it's actually just about parenting times. Mm. <laughs> uh, so people are welcome to join them. It is kind of I advertise for programs I'm running in the Kimberley on there. So it might be you might if you're in the East Coast or something, it might be a little bit weird, but you're welcome to join and um I try and put yeah. something up each day for science. Um the other group I run is uh, a professional group for Kim for Kimberley autism professional group so that's just for anyone who wants science around autism because I I went and did further studies in autism at Griffith University so try and put up good science around autism which is quite relevant to and the similar mm. strategies mm-hmm. um, and I did start a group called the learning brain right. but I didn't really um, didn't really invite anyone to join that yet but it, I, I put some of my education stuff into that. So anyone's welcome to join. Mm-hmm. Um, I just run some workshops for the education department in their cluster school visit where we did quite a bit about regulation and using emotional control, uh, emotion coaching in the classroom. That's not specifically a course, but I've just kind of adapted it. But I think you're such a yeah, wealth so, of knowledge. Like, you've got that experience from across the Kimberley. You've raised children with special needs and you really kind of understand this, this brain science behind it all um, and the, the attachment theory and the trauma aspect. So um, even if you whip up something for teachers to do, I'm sure it would be really valuable. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Yeah, so people are welcome. They're all private groups. So if anyone wants to join, 
So um, people can join the private groups. I know you've got them set so that other people can't share. So you, you're really keeping it to the, the, the science and the stuff that you know that works. As far as reaching out, I know you said that workshops will be available, um, like advertised through those spaces. But if a school yes. principal or if a remote teacher or um, people around the Kimberley wanted to book you in specifically or to ask you to design um, some kind of workshop for them, how would they reach out to you, Chris? My husband has an a Aboriginal corporation called Me Balaburu, which is M-I-B-A-L-A. Um, Buru is B-U-R-R-U. So my email is chris at mebalaburu.com. And you can contact me through that. And one day I'll get a website. <laughs> you might need to now. Everyone, email Chris and tell her to set it up. <laughs> You're welcome to, um, if you're not on one of those Facebook groups, you're welcome to contact me through my email. And, yeah, I, I went to this year at the start of the year and did their um, workshop at the start of the year talking all about the learning brain and how to get a brain ready for learning. And I'm really um, focusing quite heavily on movement because Bruce Perry, with his um, studies into trauma, he's all about reg regulation at the bottom of the brain, get that brain into some sort of rhythm and so we focused heavily on on that kind of stuff and then getting into the next part of the brain where you relate or connect to a teacher and then you're ready to learn so so good that with the teachers pretty cool mm -hmm. um yeah and like at the moment i'm doing one for the circus the theater kimberley here run the circus so teaching them about what movement can do and how they can use movement for behaviour management in their circus program. Which is really exciting because I know before you mentioned that um, the Circle of Security teacher program would be more aimed at lower um, early childhood. But I think this idea of movement yep. totally applies across the board. I can picture my year nines who are, you know, it's that, that's yep. the brain break science, isn't it? And the cognitive load theory that, that kids need to yep. learn, uh, move so that they can refresh what they can hold in their brain and what they can actually take in. So um, I'm a bit excited yeah, about that. Absolutely. Movement idea. <laughs> That's awesome. There's a, a great, um, there's a book called Connections Over Compliance. I don't know if anyone's come across that. It's called Laurie Deschautes, D-E-S-A-U-T-E-L-S. And she has an awesome website called revelations in education and that is full of resources all about brain breaks and movement and stuff like that so that's really worth a look how and she does she's got some amazing links to polyvagal theory and that she's coming up with all sorts of new resources so worth a look there wonderful and you often share stuff about polyvagal theory i know on your um connection seekers website so if any of the listeners um can go to the one that you've just mentioned but also join your group so that they can just get those little like tiny snippets of learning as they go you don't have to like learn the whole theory or learn every brain break or whatever. yeah yeah each day they could try yeah. something new from what you post so that's exciting yeah absolutely and i think those little things you know that teachers probably do naturally anyway like getting down low and changing the tone of voice they're mm. things that you i was probably doing 30 years ago didn't know any of the science but you can't now coming out that makes sense yes it, and I think that's it, it, that was one of the reasons I kind of like doing the circle of security with you as well um 
that like I did have number one my parts of my parenting reinforced and then parts of my teaching reinforced and then got to have the extra so I didn't like walk in there feeling like a a parenting and teaching failure it was kind of like building on all that knowledge too yeah yeah that's right acknowledging what you're already doing well and I think so many things like Clontarf and like the Girls Academy and like Circus they're already doing awesome things Mm. and they don't don't understand the science behind it so I love exposing what's what's the science that's making it work well Mm. another great book for teachers is The Joy of Movement by Kelly McBognall or she's got some TED Talks as well but she is the lady the guru on the movement science she's pretty cool wonderful to look her up Kelly I can picture all the new teachers just googling right now (laughs) yeah excellent (laughs) that's so good because I'm totally thinking back to my early days as a teacher, I'm going, ah, where were you, Chris? Well, you were probably just over in Fitzroy oh. Broom. <laughs> I was in Halls Creek, but ah. So here's a chance for new teachers yeah. to you and, and soak it all in. That's very great. Thank you. Very cool. Very Anything lovely. else you'd like to add, add sorry, before we um <laughs> before we wrap up? Any other kind of like important tidbits? Okay. Well, I think probably the thing that I would have liked to have known is you the, how in, how emotions are contagious and how we can regulate a child. In fact, they're now doing brain scans on two people at once. They might have a parent and a child or a teacher and a child and they can see if, if the adult can regulate themselves, they can have a powerful effect on the child. So we can use our power to calm children and mm-hmm. you don't even need to use words. It can be your body language. It can, be, it can just be an empathetic look or getting down low and being there with them. And I think Circle of Security does that beautifully. And Which then is when you so do the important. Auto- it's, it's so important too, isn't it? Yeah. Because um, as sometimes as remote teachers, the behaviours and, and the culture and the language and everything's so different and you're dealing with perhaps trauma um, students that you kind of maybe haven't before in some of your pracs. And so you get there and already you're kind yeah. of overwhelmed and in this state of like playing catch-up. So if you're letting your body language, your facial expression, your like mood, um, kids pick it up and so our class has become more tense or it's harder for us to regulate the children if we're not regulated as well that's a very good point yeah yeah and use use movement and there's a thing called collective effervescence so it's when you move together in unison it's powerful for your brain everybody's brains and you actually release oxytocin that bonds you together as a group and you really need to read this book, The Joy of Movement, because it explains all these concepts of how you can, doesn't, it doesn't do it for the classroom, but you translate it to the classroom. Mm. It could be dancing with the tapping the noodles, or but you've got to move together as a group. And if you have a child that's a problem child um, or difficult child that children are not gelling with, if you put them as the leader, having them as the leader creates a bond with the other children. But if you want that bond yourself as the teacher, it's, it's quite powerful. So, yeah, I would just, I would go so much wow. down the movement line, I think. And not everyone and agrees and- with um, Steiner philosophies and that's okay. But one of the things that I, I did pick out of um, the way that Steiner works is that they often do choral singing and they do um, like they walk the kids oh. in doing different movements and things like that. So before yep. they walk in the door, they're all receiving this connection and these endorphins yeah and 
that's so cool. I didn't realize that about Steiner, but that's so that's so about the brain science of yeah, this collective effervescence. When you go to a football match and everyone's roaring and your team are winning, you feel that collective effervescence that it it really powers you up. And you can also use the music. Music to like you're saying choral singing, that's awesome. Again, it's it's and dancing. Drumming people, Aboriginal people have used this stuff for years, thousands of years. They know this stuff, every First Nations country around the world. Yeah. So, um, yeah, going back to that beat rhythm and using music to, you can match your children if they're really um, mm. hyper. You start with your playlist that's really hyper and then you go down at that, a few beats and go down again and, and you can bring the children down if you follow the beats per minute in your music and you entrain their brain to to calm them so, i love yeah. this even if even if teachers only take those last three things you've said like all the rest obviously is important today but those there are three really easy practical things to start putting in your class aren't they movement put music yep, yep connect with the kids connection now. yep just connection and before controlling you your mood those are the three yeah yeah mm. very good Thank you so much for joining us, Christine. And again, um, people can reach out to you on the Connection Seekers Facebook group. And then there's also yep. the email that you let and the other groups you mentioned in the in the chat. But if you're listening right now and you need a quick and easy way to catch Christine, the Connection Seekers on Facebook is the yep. way to go. Thank Bye. you so much, Chris. Thanks, thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the Remote Teacher Podcast. All our other episodes can be found on www.theremoteteacher.com.au. Thank you for listening.